Hi, Filmatics. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we have a very special guest, Mark Berry. He's a music, film, and television producer from AMG Corp, AMG Visuals, and he was founded by multi-platinum producer engineer. Uh, AMG was founded by Mark S. S. Berry, and he's an international record producer, engineer, and mixer, and he has done amazing production engineering and remixing for talents that has earned him 36 international gold and platinum records for notable grammy and juno nominated musical ions like david bowie duran duran yes boy george billy idol cool in the gang carly simon joan jett and so many more let's welcome mark berry from amg to the show today Hi, Marilyn. How are you today? <laughs> Hi, Mark. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, you, where are you? Can you let our guests know where you are recording with us live yeah. today from? Uh, right now, I'm in uh, Toronto, Canada, which is where uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm American. I'm originally uh, born in Massachusetts, raised in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, about 30 years ago, in Toronto, Canada, my lawyer, uh, Paul Schindler represented a Canadian rock band, um, and uh, I did a record with the bass player, and it was a successful recording. And I just kept coming back and forth and back and forth, and finally I just wound up staying here, and I've been here 33 years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, I I, I want to get to like, cause you told me in London, weren't you a T boy, or what you what did what was it called? Uh, I started as a, uh, uh, I, I didn't want to go to Vietnam back in the day, so. Uh, I went to the Institute of Audio Research in Manhattan um, on University Place, right by Washington Square Park. And uh, my junior and senior year, I, I learned how to become uh, an audio engineer. The day after I graduated from high school, I got on an airplane and uh, went to London, England. I had all my favorite you know, studios written down for my favorite records from Led Zeppelin to Elton John. And, you know, that's what I did. I just walked the streets of London, uh, pounded on doors, and uh, I was the luckiest kid in the world. I got a job uh, with Sir George Martin, who uh, produced all the Beatle records. So he was he was my mentor for two years, and um, my whole career literally started in London, England, working oh. with um, Paul McCartney and Carly Simon. Your Sylvain was my, my very first credited recording as an engineer. Um, and you know, electric light orchestra and just tons of great acts, you know. Oh my gosh, electric light orchestra! I love that ELO. I was in Italy when that was on, such a great yeah. dance song, but yeah, yeah. I did the uh, rollover Beethoven record. <laughs> and so, Sir Simon from the Beatles, you landed a job in London as a kid, fresh out of New York College. And wow, what was it like? Oh, um, at like the studio was it big? Was it kind of small? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Air Studios, um, which was owned by four producers, of which George Martin was one of them. Uh, Ron Burgess was another. Um, uh, Peter Sullivan, you know, Peter Sullivan produced Tom Jones. Uh, Ron Burgess did Petula Clark, and George Martin did the Beatles, and they all just kind of pooled their resources and they built this studio called Air, which is at the top floor of Oxford Circus. And um, my job was initially just, you know, I was a tea boy. You know, I got tea, coffee, cigarettes, whatever you wanted. I got, I swept the studio floor, rolled up the mic cables after the session, put the mics away, emptied the ashtrays. <laughs> that's what, that's what you did. And that's, and, but you know, 
you got to sit in the room with Sir George Martin and, <laughs> and, and Bill Price and, and Jeff Emmerich for, you know, 16 hours a day. So it's like, holy shit, my God, this is like, you know, I'm, I'm 18 years old. Like, oh my shit. God. Was there anything funny, like any funny stories you can share? Because everyone, like, they're like, Sir, holy, holy moly, you were with Sir sir um, martin and all those guys like yeah what kind yeah. of what kind of tea did they like was it green tea <laughs> <laughs> no, no green tea back then <laughs> really? no green tea. english tea english breakfast tea. english breakfast tea i have some english breakfast <laughs> did you have to make it or did you went to like I, I had to make it. they had a whole kitchen there and, you know, <laughs> it was upstairs above on the second floor and, and i'd go up and i'd make tea and coffee you know just like a you know just like a runner and oh, uh wow. and, and then and then they you know they say okay hey you know uh you know so uh, uh jeff's not coming in today you're at the console next thing you know you're you're at the console working the console and you go holy shit you know oh my god that is amazing so i just i just wanted to touch on that because i thought it was so amazing like a t-boy so, so i want to ask you now growing up um what was one of your favorite movies or if you have a couple it's okay too you know the, back in the 70s it was uh i think serpico you know, oh yeah the al pacino movies um um and then you know go, going uh growing up all you know, the godfather that was like a, you know, i can watch that you know every day for a year <laughs> and, and still see see different stuff in it every time i see it right yeah amazing amazing and you yeah. also like all um the sting and all the president's men too yeah. right yeah yeah these were great these were great movies really well acted movies incredible direction um uh, from these uh, uh uh very very you know maybe at the time not so famous directors but they you know their body of work now speaks for itself you know yeah the 70s had some some really amazing films so 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 different from the stuff today with all this you know the cgi and all that kind of thing and uh -huh. and and i think we had original scripts more original scripts with meat and heart back then instead of like i think they i think they had great storylines uh, great hooks for sure uh, uh, thing i mean that's like you know the ultimate uh the ultimate story hook you know mm -hmm. yes yes and and so i gotta ask you um so what is one of your favorite criterion movies uh my favorite what criterion movies sorry i can't understand uh, criterion movies oh period movies um, criterion 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 movies yeah yeah we're having a little um a sound issue, so let me see if I got um Mark back. Yes, uh, Mark, do I have you? Back, yeah. Okay, perfect. I mean, yeah. So Spielberg, right? You like Spielberg, right? Spielberg's great. He's you know one of the greatest directors of all time. You know, and he continues to be to have great uh, have, make great movies. You know. Yeah, and so um and also speaking of it, um one of your favorite directors, um. Can you share a little bit of your favorite director and film shot? Uh, probably Scorsese and um, you know Goodfellas coming from Brooklyn. You know, I kind of I kind of knew that crew. You know, so uh, certainly the uh, one of the greatest scenes that that he put together was you know Do you think I'm funny with Joe Pesci? You know, like I'm amusing to you. You think I'm a joke? You know, meanwhile they're just telling they're just telling jokes, but you know Pesci's uh, you know uh, uh, prank and Ray Liotta uh saying oh you're, you're laughing at me you know you think i'm a joke now you know when and then they finally they finally say you know okay yeah you're messing with me come on you know <laughs> but yeah I, I grew up with all these uh these characters um 
Uh, I, grew, I grew up in a predominantly Jewish Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn. So uh, a lot of these characters were very familiar with me, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what was the clothing, too? Like, did they really wear all that kind of style? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You talking to me? Now, I'm Italian, so, like, uh, my mom's uh, brother is kind of, like, uh, he's always playing chess with a group of guys. They all have these fedora hats, and, like, and right. and, and, and and he's kind of, like, the dom of the, the little small town. And so, like, you know, as soon as they see, like, like where they're American cousins, I was like, oh, can we have your ice cream? We can give you ice cream or something like that. You're like, oh, this is so cool. No one's going to bother us. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I'm from the, I'm from Sheepshead Bay, Coney Island area, so it's, uh, uh, you know, we had the uh, the Italian mob in Sheepshead Bay. We had the the Russian mob in Brighton Beach, and oh. Like, oh my they were like all, every they were all around me all day long. Oh yeah, you got it. And back in Italy, like you had to pay them. And I remember my mom was telling me, was like someone had a wedding and they had like a Ferrari, right? The, 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 um, the beautiful couple has a nice Ferrari for the wedding and like they didn't pay the like, you know, quote unquote mob. And then like their car, the Ferrari was gone. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, they that, ended that's up what like, happens. And you're like, that's ah. That's what happens when you don't pay your bills. Oh my God. <laughs> when you make money, like, like knock, knock, we want some of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So let's see what else. Um, some fun stuff. So you you told us how you started with Sir George Martin, the Beatles producer at Air Studios in London. So then, like, yeah. then uh, after two years, what happened? Did you come back to USA or? Yeah, I came back to New York. I had immigration problems because I was basically, you know, just an assistant engineer, and anyone could have done that. Um, so I had uh, immigration problems, but I had a, a lot of great credits uh, uh, to my name. So. I came back to New York and uh, again, lucky I got a job at Vanguard Records uh, in 1976 um, and uh, with Maynard and Seymour Solomon and Vanguard had, you know, this very prestigious jazz, folk, country, uh, rock label um, called Vanguard Records. And it's, uh, you know, the, I worked there for over 12 years. Uh, I was an in-house engineer, producer, mixer. Um, I kind of ran their dance uh, division. I signed. I signed Alicia. Uh, they allowed me to produce my first recording, and you know, the the first record I produced was this little girl Alicia from Brooklyn, which was a, a monster success um, with a song called Baby Talk that we did. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I kept doing that. And then after that, I went independent, and I, that's when I started working with Bowie and Duran Duran and Yes and Boy George and Billy Idol, Cool and the Gang, Cameo. Um, you know, all kinds of great, great acts. Just doing independent engineering and mixing. Oh, my gosh. And I just want to just let everyone know, your first credited record as an engineer was You're So Vain by Carly Simon. Like, hello. You just... Which, which, which this month got uh, nominated as one of the top 500 songs of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, congratulations, Mark. I mean, just it's great, yeah, right? Yeah, your career is amazing. And like, which leads us to they're like, oh, well, um, so I want to uh, just can you. OK, so during COVID, can you share about COVID, like how it affected you or did it affect you or like how it well, changed things? You know, around, COVID maybe? didn't really uh, uh, have that big an effect on my business. Um, you know, uh, the streaming networks, you know, uh, Netflix picked up 60 million new subscribers in the past year and a half, two years. And um you know, uh, with all those new subscribers, and that's on top of the 185 million they already had. So, um, so they needed new programming to keep these subscribers paying 14.99 a month. So, 
they allocated $77 billion um, over the, the, the entire year of 2021. And Canada got $2 billion of that for production. Um, and all that production means music. So we've got a great uh, publishing catalog. We've worked on major films. We're music supervising four movies right now. Uh, so we, uh, we have about 5,000 songs in our catalog, uh, which is half owned by BMG Music. Uh, they bought 50% of it several years ago. And then, um, and then you know, we go out and we, uh, we get the master use and the sync licenses for, you know, if they want a Beyonce track or, a, you know, a Led Zeppelin track or whatever. Uh, so we do that as well at the company. That's a completely separate division uh, that we do. Mm. And, you know, we, I mean, I love David Bowie. I mean, oh my God, Duran Duran. Hey, do you know, Duran Duran and I, um, uh, uh, we're both Scorpios and I met him at the Four Seasons and he was so nice to me and so funny. He's like, he's like a big kid. Like he was just so great sweet guys. and so nice. Yeah. yeah great bunch of guys. Yeah. He was, really, yeah so working with, you know, working with the major stars, uh, I never really had an asshole. You know, I never like, like when I was 18 and I was emptying ashtrays and sweeping the floor after the live and let die, which was like a live, 63 piece orchestra live off the floor with the band performing so you can imagine how many mics and cables i had to bring down and take down and as i'm sweeping the floor you know paul mccartney's out outside you know in, in the studio where i'm sweeping and he's playing the piano and he's like asking me questions you know mark hey mark you know where are you from you're american da, da, da. i'm from new york yeah 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 we got a house in manhattan now and, da, da, da. and i talked to him for like an hour and a half he's like a normal guy you know, no oh, problems. That is so and the same with Bowie. Bowie just said, you know, uh, you know, and he invited me to his office and, and I said, okay, you know, what are you looking for? You know, what kind of mix you want? Da, da, da. And he goes, just do what you do. Like, that's why we hired you. You know, we like your work. Just do what you do. You know? <laughs> I just said, okay, I'll do what I do. You know? Oh my gosh! Like the red shoes. Like I love the '80s and and um and, and new wave and like David yeah. Bowie. Let's dance. I mean, OMG, let's dance. Classic. I mean, my favorite is new wave. Like it's like oh my god, forever I can listen to new wave. And it's like I'm you know aging myself, but I don't care. It's just like so awesome to yeah. dance to. Yeah, yeah. So much yeah. fun. So I just lots of fun times during David Bowie, Duran Duran. Right. Oh my god. Uh, Billy Idol? Oh, come on. A white wedding. Come on. Come yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's great stuff. You know, and, and, and in the 70s, uh, when I came back from England, I was in the heart of the uh, the punk rock scene. So I'd hang out at CBGB's, Max's Kansas City, the Palladium. <laughs> you know, so I was, in, I was in the thick of it. I was really there. Did you go to that famous club? What is it like in New York? What was it called? Like the famous, famous one? Like what was that club called? Oh gosh, like you know, like every. Well, we had CBGBs. We had Max's Kansas City, which was a great venue uh, to see bands uh, performing. We had the Palladium on Fourteenth Street, um, the Mud Club. Uh, we had uh, there's tons of great, great venues around. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So speaking of, so, so you're doing music, Mark, and then can you share like your AMG visuals that you're like now doing TV yeah. and film? Cause so, you have some amazing projects. Cause I have, yeah, so this is that. how we got into the, the, uh, the, uh, you know, acquisitioning films and getting them, uh, getting them released. So, uh, I was approached on a movie on, uh, a live concert film on Drake, uh, the rap superstar. And, um, and I looked at the movie and it was really well recorded, 
sound was great. The visuals were great. It was done in a club uh, in Toronto called Sound Academy. And it was after Drake had finished the grassy and he, he was coming, he was selling his mixtapes, very successful. And he, um, and he came back to New York, uh, sorry, came back to Toronto and he did this home, home this concert for the, for the home, the home team. Right. And, um, so I saw the movie and, uh, I called my lawyer up, uh, Paul Schindler and, uh, Paul's, you know, the, one of the biggest lawyers around. He's got Madonna, Katy Perry, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, just a great guy, great confidant, been my lawyer for 37 years. And I said, I, you know, I called him up and I said, I got a movie on Drake. And he goes, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> Yeah. What what did you get yourself into now, Mark? You know, so so he says, send me the paperwork. So I sent him the paperwork and uh, calls me back twenty minutes later. He says, you got a movie on Drake. Hang on. And before you know it, in ninety seconds, I'm talking to James Prince, who is um, had a record label called Rap a Lot Records, and his son um, uh, Jazz uh, was uh, uh, one of the guys that discovered uh, uh, Drake, and. Um, and put the deal together with uh, um, the, uh, the the record label with uh, with Slim. So um, I got the movie. Uh, I did a with James Prince. I got James Prince on the phone with Paul. And in you know in in ten minutes, I had a, a DVD and I had a broadcast deal. Um, and then I was working on the deal with the AMC theater chain. So I did a deal with AMC theater. We did fourteen hundred theaters over two nights worldwide. Um, and it was very successful for us, a very successful film for us, you know. So uh, that's when um, I got the bug and started, uh, you know, acquiring content and, uh, you know, uh, picking up uh, completed films. Um, also helping completed films with music, uh, getting the music side of things sorted out. And then I, uh, and then I started working on. Um, an output deal. So we put an output deal together with a company here in Canada called Factory Film, uh, run by Michael Patrick Lilly. And we got along great. And uh, we started picking up movies. And that uh, that deal, uh, that output deal is now uh, transformed into a a financing deal as well as uh, as well as a distribution deal. So we service about 150 plus digital outlets worldwide. And we um, also have the world's airlines um, that we that we uh, uh, release it to, and we also have hotel VOD as well. So, if it's an independent feature, and you know all the E and O is done properly, and all the songs are cleared, we have a complete checklist of everything that we utilize. Uh, then, then I can help you get it up and running and get it out. You know, I think uh, you know people that come to me and want something theatrically today. It's not going to happen. There's there's two and a half billion dollars of inventory sitting in the, you know, in the major studios worldwide on film projects that need to get into this uh, into a theater. So they're just looking for bums and seats uh, at this point, and they're not going to get bums and seats with a independent art art house, you know, rock, uh, you know, independent film. So. So I, I suggest everyone like, uh, you know, just maybe do maybe do the uh, uh, art house one night, you know, in LA, Nashville, you know, Austin, New York, whatever, but you're not going to get a theatrical run on, on any independent feature now that doesn't have a major studio backing. And, and besides, and besides the fact that there's, there's tons of movies before that, that, are, that need to come out, you know, that are just sitting there. Right. 
Yeah, and you have some fantastic projects, some fantastic projects. Like you have a mini series. Are you allowed to talk or share about a little sneak yeah, yeah. peek? Yeah, so we have uh, we have uh, the television side of things. We have uh, uh, Children of Legends, which is a uh, sixty minutes style interview series with the uh, children slash young adults of you know uh, uh, business titans, sports legends, uh, uh, movie stars, singing stars. So we're just putting that deal together. We just signed with Media Ranch. Uh, which is a major franchise company out of uh, Montreal. And then we have um, uh, Let's Eat with the Stars, which is a cooking show. Uh, basically, it's based on stars, male, female, that own restaurants. And um, they go there and they, you know, you sit down with Michael Jordan and have a meal or Lady Gaga and have a meal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's it. That's in development right now. And then we have a show that I'm really excited about which is called The Track, and it's basically a uh, reality-based series on uh, uh, the, the horse racing industry. You know, we're going to follow the, the horse, the trainer, the jockey, uh, the owners, um, the owner's wife, you know, whoever, and uh, turn it into a series and, and, and follow these horses, hopefully, to, you know, a Breeders' Cup, Kentucky oh. Derby, you know, uh, 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 wherever. Um, and just to get, you know, help get it up and running. So that's a project that I'm really, I'm really devoted to right now. And, I love um, that. I love that. And, yeah. And we're now, uh, you know, we're acquiring films left, right, and center. Everyone's throwing a lot of movies at us, uh, which we're very excited about because uh, it gets the AMG name out there uh, in the uh, streaming world, uh, and they get their movies out, which we just normally sit there you know and they you know they, they they might get a deal you know putting it up on hulu or roku or whatever or, you know and then it might wind up on you know youtube whatever oh great so um yeah, yeah and there and um so this is so great so you're partnering with factory film studio so if someone wanted to like uh they would need to go, go through an agent or manager right so if they wanted yeah to we prefer an agent manager lawyer uh someone that uh, that we can trust uh, uh, for getting the movie through the system and also making sure that all the uh, the regulatory hurdles are, are figured out. The E&O insurance. Uh, every song's got to be clear. Is there a sample in the song, right? <laughs> my, my biggest friggin' nemesis is like, you know, an old James Brown drum loop in the back of a, of a hip-hop song. You know, it's, you know, so we go through that. We use, uh, you know, audio DNA and, you know, we... we just make sure everything's everything's on the up and up, you know, on getting the movie released and nothing come back to bite us. Oh yeah, this is so amazing. I mean, and and Mark and uh, you just uh, do so many wonderful things. Like uh, I'm so excited for your TV shows, your movies, and your reality sure. shows. I really yeah. like the track a lot. Um, that one's yeah, that's really that's a great series. We've got uh, a tremendous support from the industry um uh, as well um uh, to get it up and running and get it out so you know it's you know they're drugging horses and that's kind of got a, got a bad rap of the winner of the kentucky derby and then you know all those horses that broke their legs and at that track in california which turned out to be just a uh, a, uh, a, a a track you know how the track was graded you know it didn't have the proper grading on it when these horses you know when they're when they're jumping 100 pounds of pressure on each foot you know um, they were breaking legs left, right, and center. It turned out to be like the wrong mixture uh, for the track that they were running in. Um, and you would think, and then, uh, you would think yeah. that they would, yeah, they're a horse race track. Why wouldn't that be, you know, something that was done right? Yeah, when you got horses, you're paying, you know, 
you know, a million plus four, you know, that are you know, trying to run their way into, you know, the Kentucky Derby, you got to make sure that the track is proper. You know, it's very important. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So um, anything else you want to share with us? Any Anything that's, um, that's coming out that you want um, people to go watch and support? Like, is there anything that you want them to... Well, we're getting stuff up and running now for the for the new year, um, and uh, we're in the middle of acquisitioning several several films, um, you know, completed so, some and some that are there that need uh, budgeting and financing. So we're able to, if if that filmmaker or director or producer can bring X number of dollars together on a million and a half dollar budget, let's say, then then AMG and Factory has the ability to bring the balance in, bring some funding in. We get the Canadian tax credits, which is 25% back. Uh, we've got an exchange rate of 28% today. So, you know, if you come up here and do a $10 million movie, you get an extra $2.8 million just by moving the money, budget money, to Canada. You know? That's amazing. It, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. So we have that. We have uh, access to gap financing, bank financing. Uh, to get projects up and running. And we literally just signed the deal uh, six weeks ago. So we're just getting uh, everything organized with the investors uh, right now and, uh, you know, looking to get stuff up and running. Yeah. And I know you're getting to the kids space, so we'll definitely have to do something with that. Yeah, um. yeah we have uh, a project, which is, uh, you know, like a Peppa Pig type uh, animation, 2D, you know, 2D type thing, uh, which we're very excited about. We think it's a great story. And we think that uh, uh, the characters, uh, you know, it's the, the the space of this children's animation is, is massive. You know, Peppa Pig is a $1.6 billion a year franchise, you know. And, you know, 50% of that is from merch selling, you know, sippy cups and lunch boxes and, you know, uh, backpacks. And it's just <laughs> incredible, you know, and this cocoa melon, which I didn't even know about. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new grandpa. And uh, I have a, a granddaughter that's uh, 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 16 months old. And, you know, oh, you gotta see my daughter said, Daddy, Daddy, you got to see this Kokomo. You know, Allegra goes crazy. She, as soon as she hears the, the downbeat note, she, like, drops what she's doing and, like, looks at it. So I, I investigated it. You know, it's like, it's got, like, 111 billion views on YouTube. I mean, the channel, the channel on YouTube generates $121 million, $121 million annually. You know, just on the advertising of the YouTube channel. So, <laughs> so the numbers are like, holy shit, the numbers are like enormous. Well, we'll have to make my kids' podcast a musical a YouTube channel because I need your help musically because I can't sing or do music. So, uh, so we'll, we'll like, so I've, I, 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 got, I got, don't worry about the music. Okay, you got the music. I got tons of music. You got rhythm. You got rhythm. Yeah. So um, yeah. If you like, if you like kids podcasts, do check out um enchanting book reading. That's my kids podcast. And okay. I just want everyone to know, like, um, we're speaking with Mark Berry, chairman of AMG Corp. And if you want to check out his um website, it's www.bmg.com. Your global music distribution is Sony Universal Cobalt. Your global motion. Promotion partners is a dfail.com and develop, develop, develop promotion and market. We have a label services division for independent artists that, that come to us and they just made a record and they don't know what to do with it. So we can do uh, Spotify playlisting. We can put it into a movie, TV show, video game, ad agency, movie trailer, whatever we have digital, uh, uh internet radio. We service over 30,000, 
uh, radio stations worldwide. We service 168,000 oh film, film and TV companies uh, that require music for their programming, and, and it's very, it's very lucrative. You know, if you know, it's not only short-term revenue where they pay you up front, but when they play that show on Netflix five years from now in in South Africa and Japan and Germany, the writer gets paid. So it's a great source of revenue. I love it. I love it. And um, they can also check out markberry.com. That's Mark, B-E-R-R-Y.com. Yeah, Mark, it's such a pleasure having you on the show. So excited. Absolutely. Yeah, to catch up with you. You're doing so many amazing things. And there's one TV show that you have that's the, the bomb. So you have to stay tuned because Mark's going to come back next year to talk about his TV show because I know that one's going to be a knock out of the park. Also, I can tell you, it's going to be a little bit... If you like uh, Genghis Khan, right, then you're going to love his show that's in the works. Right. Sneak peek. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's in the works too, right? <laughs> yeah. I, and if you're a scriptwriter or anything, you guys can contact me on my email or Mark. And just I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today, Mark. I Absolutely. Appreciate my pleasure. Always uh, great to, to work with friends and help them out. And, you know, uh, it's great. Uh, it's great promo for the company as well. So get it out to the independent world that, hey, we're 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 in the market to sign and put out and finance feature film projects. Wonderful, wonderful. And all the information will be in the summary. And I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Stay safe. And thanks for listening, everyone. If you have a second, subscribe, like, and hit five stars. And if you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, thank you so much. Thanks, Mark, so much for being on the show today. Okay. Okay. Take care, Marilyn.